You ever want to tap into something a little fun? A fun pair of shoes that are also quite functional? That's a cowboy boot. And get a pair of Tacovas to help. Tacovas is the real deal. They're a really amazing brand. Their boots have this time-honored tradition and take over 200 steps to create. They're designed in Austin, tested in Texas, and made down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. They're also fun. They believe in Western for all. So when you go into a Tacova store, you're greeted like family, offered a boot shine, and a drink. Even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. You can even get custom leather stamping or branding that makes your boots feel truly one of a kind. So look up your closest store on tacovas.com. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Tacova said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free in any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas. Just use code LEXI at checkout. That's L-E-X-I-E. At checkout and add free logo hat to your order. And that's only at tacovas.com. Point your toes west. I'm a little bit of a drama queen, but I definitely will be having a horrible day and then wash my hair, style it, and then think, okay, everything's actually all right. (laughs) And one of the best products I've tried recently is Waze New Hair Gloss. It takes five minutes. It's an easy addition to your routine. You do it in the shower. It's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water. Not only does the hair gloss give you immediate shine straight from the shower, it also helps treat damage and enhance color vibrancy, so your hair is looking and feeling healthier. It also helps prevent heat damage up to 450 degrees, which is very important to me. And then it's honestly just a bonus that my hair looks shinier and healthier. The hair gloss is only one of the amazing products that Way makes. They have an amazing leave-in conditioner, a great detox shampoo, some lovely fragrances, and a hair oil. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and use promo code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Lexi. Like this show and want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can even add songs from Spotify directly into your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Lexi Podcast. I am your host, Lexi Lombard, and thank you so much for 12,000 listens on the first episode, 10,000 or 11,000 listens on the second episode. I just posted the third episode and started reading your feedback that you guys sent me in the DMs. Oh my god, that last episode, I cut out some things because I was just almost so bothered by my behavior, and I think... I'm not one to overthink, but I think I overthought that episode and was getting real, real nervous. But all the responses were so nice, and just that you were glad that I said some of the things that I said, which at least someone is, because nothing's more, I don't know, terrifying than exposing something that doesn't even bring value to anyone else. Like, the idea that I could... And just spill my guts and then no one even receives any benefit from it. And then I'm just left like naked and afraid in the top of a mountain. That's how it felt. I was really panicking. Anyway, but all is well. I'm just so thankful. I'm so excited that people actually 
you, your, you listening, decided to go from whatever platform that you were on before, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, whatever, and you clicked this link and started listening to my pod. Y'all are the, the best. So yeah, I want to give a shout out to you, but I also want to give a shout out to this guy. Today, I was parking my car or attempting to park my car, my mom's car. My mom so generously lent me her car for the holidays just because traveling with COVID is quite difficult. I think I mentioned that in another episode, but I never want my mom to think that I'm ever ungrateful for anything she ever provides me with. Anyway, I I digress. I'm trying to park. I'm circling around block after block, trying to find an empty space that A, is legal to park in and B, not covered with a mound of snow. And I finally found one in front of my building and I was like, hell yeah, this is the jackpot. And uh, yeah, it was way too complicated. I definitely got stuck. And this gentleman, so, so nice. He was shoveling his own car out and he stopped and he shoveled mine out and he gave me a push and he was so cute. And I'm just like, damn, I should have really like made a move. Um, but I was just so overwhelmed with my gratitude for the fact that my car wasn't stuck anymore that I was, wasn't thinking to be like, oh my God, do you live around here? Because obviously he has to if he is parked on my street. So finally parked and then I came back home, was still so cold and I'm like, I need a hot chocolate or something. I don't have any hot chocolate. So I scrambled together some things in my kitchen. I have some almond nog. I'm a huge eggnog fan. But if I think too hard about it, it's kind of gross. Um, So I got almond nog and it still tastes pretty good. It's sweet. It has a similar flavor. And I brewed this amazing, it's not C.O. Bigelow. I forget the tea brand, but wait, C.O. Bigelow is that random brand that was carried in Bath and Body Works, right? Like, wasn't it a body lotion? What am I thinking of? What's the tea brand I'm thinking of? I'm going to actually migrate into the kitchen. Wow, we're on the road, guys. Field trip. This amazing French vanilla tea. What is the brand? Bigelow. Okay. That's reassuring because I was like, where did that come from? French vanilla tea bags. Brewed it in hot water and almond nog and then dashed the cinnamon on top. It's a delicious drink and I highly recommend you make it. I think you'll really love it. Now, I'm looking through. Do you hear the paper? My diary, which I only started referring to it as that in the caption or the title of the last pod. I smoked a little bit last night and just had a hundred thousand ideas as per usual. So I wrote down one, two, three, four pages worth of ideas for what I titled Operation Feel Hot Again. Because winter is here, you know? until the 21st, it's going to continue getting darker and darker every single day. And that's just the most bleak reality that I refuse to face, but I inevitably do because I do live in reality, kind of, sometimes. I feel like I live a little bit in and out of reality, whatever. Operation Feel Hot Again. It was initially and still may be a video concept because I think there's a lot of visual aspects that would work well for this, but I wanted to run it through because I think it's a good topic, you know, feeling hot. What does that even mean? Being hot? What does it mean to be hot? That's where I began. And obviously hot initially, first thing I think of is physical. It's a physical attractiveness. It's a, it's a sexual attractiveness. So the first thing I wrote down is comfort being seen from all angles. And I feel that, damn, could you imagine like just sitting any single way, 
double chin and all whatever and just being so comfortable like it doesn't matter who sees you in what position you're like damn I look good always or you feel good you feel comfortable you don't need to think like egotistically but oh my god we have to talk about ego too because mine's gigantic right now I need to do some googling or read a book or something I haven't read a non-fiction book in a while like maybe it's time to read a self-help book on how to let go of the ego I feel like mine's being rebuilt not that I like lost it. I didn't have an ego death. Don't think I'm like one of those. Although, don't put it past me. I could become one of those. I could so see myself going to Joshua Tree, being like, I finally did DMT and I had the ego death, y'all. Um, <laughs> but I haven't yet. I just have a normal ego and it ebbs and flows. And I found it becoming a bit of a burden on me lately. Trust me, I this is an important tangent that I want to make. We'll get back to Operation Be Hot feel hot I kind of like operation be hot subject to change okay my ego for example that last episode me just like talking about personal thoughts the whole reason I was so scared to post it is because I was afraid of judgment even though I know that those are personal thoughts I know that that I have work to do I know that these were things that were not opinions or statements that I even will feel uh, in agreement to in years to come in months to come in days to come who even knows but I was so afraid of judgment and being afraid of judgment is one of the most debilitating feelings fear in general is a really debilitating feeling and I've let it overcome me just because we're living in a state of fear right now. What is this? We're in a pandemic. We didn't even know what the word pandemic was until this year. And now it's like in our vocabulary on a daily basis. So the underlying stress of all of that is making, I think, fear creep into other areas of my life. I've never been one to be nervous in a social situation but I totally am now wait a second I got an important one second okay I'm back what I was saying is that I haven't been one to ever fear social situations but now it's such a layered concept I even get nervous seeing close friends of mine because I just we're all on such different pages and because we're Americans we get the right to choose And so we get to ultimately decide for ourselves, and that's just frightening because we're navigating these, this huge part of life, which is socialization and experiencing life with other people, which is one of the most beautiful aspects of life, and that's a long-term experience of you know the human life. But on a micro level, this particular year is all about staying away from people and creating more and more space between you and your neighbors. And I mean. In New York, for example, the closest thing we came to community was, well, we've had some, anyway, was like the seven o'clock clap. It's like we weren't in a close proximity to each other, but we were hanging out our windows and balconies and fire escapes, cheering for the healthcare workers, which was beautiful. But it's, it's socialization. I didn't really realize that it's a practice. And as someone who's a natural, I'm a little bit of a social butterfly. I can't lie. I'm not, I, I can't front like I'm not. Even I, who've never had problems with it before, I'm struggling with it a little bit and I'm getting nervous around people. I'm like, oh my God, I'm kind of awkward. And I've never really been awkward. I don't really have that many awkward moments. I don't know, luck, I guess. I'm starting to have awkward moments and I, 
I kind of like it. Awkwardness is kind of, kind of, mm, I just had an awkward conversation with my mom today. We were FaceTiming while I was driving and I couldn't really carry on a conversation because I was very much focused on the road. So I wasn't really speaking much and I also wasn't looking at her because I was driving. And so the conversation was kind of awkward because neither one of us were really saying anything. And then also my cousin called during the same drive, or maybe I called her. (laughs) That sucks. I'm an asshole. Literally like not in the space to be having conversation and I called her. Anyway, same thing. Kind of awkward. (laughs) No one was really saying anything. It was not a quality conversation. And I took active note of that because I wasn't sure if it was just a strange coincidence that I had two awkward encounters within... Um, a short amount of time, which by the way, we're going to get back to Operation Be Hot. I'm just, just stick with me a little bit longer. We need to talk about this. It's important. Awkwardness. We're, we need to explore it. Anyway, I don't know if it was a coincidence that these two awkward conversations happened within the same hour on the same day, or if I'm just becoming a little awkward. And I'm okay with that. I think for a long time, I imagine that awkward is a super negative thing. Like it, it like calls for instant regret almost like you leave the exchange and you know, once you have a moment to yourself, you're like, oh my God, that was horrible. That was, that was not a 10 out of 10 social interaction. I think that's how I imagined it. And I was like, and then I'm just going to wallow in it. And if I have an awkward moment, then I'll just, you know, think about it before I go to bed. I don't think I'm going to think about it again. It was really fine. I don't know. I really built up awkward moments to be a lot more than they were, but I don't think it's a coincidence. I think I'm really just getting out of practice with socializing and I need to be prepared for things to be awkward, but awkward is not the worst thing in the world. Dangerous. Getting people sick, that's way worse. Okay, anyway, so we need to keep keep away from people. I'm, I'm a pro, wear your mask and keep six feet away. It does make dating hard. Like, I don't, I don't even know. There's this guy I've been talking to on and off for, I don't even, like, two years now. And we were talking about going out, and he's like, but I, it's really important to me that we're COVID safe. And I didn't even know how. Well, it's also winter, and things are closed. I don't even know what he and I could do. So, maybe it's just not the time. I don't know. Dating is a whole other beast added to COVID, because... This is the time, baby. Like, we we in our 20s, you know? But also, being single is totally fine. I love being single. It's really nice to not compromise. Anyone who's going through a breakup right now, let me just say this. All of the times that you had to compromise and do something that you didn't want to do or didn't do something that you really wanted to do, you don't have to do that anymore. If you're single, you don't have to compromise for anyone you get to do exactly what you want with your time, with your free time. Ah, oh, it's really nice. Things that, it, oh, mm, so just think about that. But to wrap up the thought process about my ego before we get back to Operation Feel Hot, Be Hot, Operation Hot Girl, real hot girl shit. Just kidding. I would never take that movement away from Meg. I mean, she changed 2019, summer 2019 for us. Literally, I that was a movement that she created. But to wrap up the conversation about my ego, it's been something that because I've been spending so much time with myself and because I post videos on YouTube and I have a podcast now, I didn't really take this into account, but 
I normally post four videos a month on my YouTube channel, one a week. And then in November, I decided I want to do six videos. And in December, I want to do eight videos. I was not doing that for any other reason than I wanted to challenge myself. And then I just very spontaneously decided to develop Lexi the podcast. And that's becoming a weekly thing as well. So three times a week or on three, I have three different projects every single week where I have to hear myself talk and then I am editing so I have to hear myself talk again and then I'm already in my head because I exist with myself so I'm just like damn this bitch thinks all day and talks all day and and I can't get away from her I'm just with myself a lot and I think that's another reason that my ego has been becoming more of an issue in my life because I'm really just spending too much time with myself. I think spending time with yourself is very important. I think it's very important to be your best friend, if not, you know, at least one of your best friends. You should have a good relationship with yourself, but I think I'm getting too close for comfort. I really think I'm spending too much time with myself, and because of it, I'm starting to be very critical because, I don't know, inevitably, I don't think we just dance around the world loving every single thing that we do always, and I'm no exception to that. So I think I'm just being very critical on myself because I have so much to acknowledge because I'm just looking at so much that I created. So maybe maybe this is a wake-up call that I need to change some content strategies and bring less focus to me and more focus onto other things. Ah, just something for me to think about. Something for you to think about if you're in the same boat. Why are we doing this? I don't know. We just need to chill. I want a vacation away from myself, but how would I even go about doing that? See, that's where some problems can arise because you could just, or I could, I'll speak in I statements. I remember going to this group therapy session one time, not for myself. It was for a loved one. Anyway, we'll get into, we'll never get it. Maybe we will get into that part of my life at some point. Are we going to talk about my trauma on this podcast? I don't know if I'm prepared for that. Anyway, was it a group therapy session for a loved one? And one of the big lessons was when you're speaking, don't use you statements, use I statements. Uh, if that doesn't make sense, basically saying, you know how when you do this, blah, 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 it's don't say that. That's incorrect. Um, or it's not as productive of saying when I do blah, 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 I blank, blank, blank. So I'm going to use I statements. Um, I could very easily, if I needed a vacation from myself dive into someone else and just that that could be bad um that's just a warning that I guess I'm thinking about at the moment but you know what it's kind of fun and another distraction that I could give myself <laughs> no it's not a distraction what is wrong with me operation be hot is literally all about uh, me again that's the thing when you're only with yourself like what are what else are we going to do other than self-improve right I mean, that was a huge thing I talked about in my COVID confessions is I was so terrified that I was going to self-destruct, like dead ass, so scared. But I also was like, maybe I won't, you know, maybe I won't. And I want to know, I want to find out. And I didn't, I self-improved. And why not use this time to self-improve and self-reflect? And I have a low battery notification on my phone. That's hideous. Whatever. 20% lasts way longer than we think. So for Operation Be Hot... Operation Hawker. I'm still thinking about the name. What does it mean to be hot? First one was comfort being seen from all angles. So that is a mentality thing as well as a physical thing. Of course, I'm not going to give like any diet or exercise as <laughs> diet or exercise advice, but I think being active is really important. That's something I struggle with, like keeping a routine of activity. But 
I always feel so good if I am active like most days of the week. It feels so nice. And even if I don't look different on weeks that I'm being active than weeks that I'm not, I feel different because another aspect about being active is not just like oh you can be skinnier you're also keeping your body warmed up and it physically is more comfortable being like moving you know moving makes your body more comfortable moving so when you're sitting you're more comfortable I mean think about when you're I'm going back to the youth statements it's a tricky thing when I go to yoga classes a lot I'll go through phases and I swear like shaving my legs in the shower is just the most easy effortless experience it's like a very comfortable experience and then if I haven't gone to yoga in a while I'll notice I'm like "Mm, this is not very fun (laughs) like going to bed after a ton of yoga oh my god I'm comfortable in so many positions just because my body is physically just like able to move and that's really great so I guess for the first one the advice is Um, mentality change, but also activity. The second thing that I thought, what does it mean to be hot, is having confidence to speak your mind. I go through such waves of this where I will have an opinion and I am so comfortable sharing it. And then I go through other times during the year, during my life, and I don't want to share what I think because I don't think I have anything valuable to say. And I don't normally feel this way, in debates or something I've always been cool sharing my opinion if there's a topic of discussion but when it comes to hanging out with a group of friends and people are telling stories about their life I sometimes feel really really stupid talking about my life which is ironic because (laughs) I also really do like to do that I mean there's evidence of it all over the internet but in a circle of friends sometimes I'm like this is stupid no one cares why am I saying this this is dumb and I want to like turtle it back in my shell and kind of uh stop the story before it even ends and that sucks you know why why would I be like that why would we ever be like that I don't know So just practicing having confidence in what you have to say, whether that be an opinion or an idea in your workplace or something as simple as sharing a story from your weekend to your friends. The third thing I have is current events in your life. Now, I always feel confident and feel good about myself when I either have like a recent achievement or just something that I've been doing. I kind of hate if I've taken... I like having things that I've done, (laughs) just doing things. It doesn't need to be a recent achievement. That's always, you know, fun in my opinion. But also just having current events is fun. Having things to talk about when someone's like, what have you been up to? And you actually have things to share with them of things that you've been up to feels so much better than really having nothing that you've been up to. That could be a personal thing. But of course, I don't know, this is my list is where my head was going. So it's is going to be a personal thing but I'd love to hear we need to figure out a way that we can discuss because so much of this podcast is clearly just conversational I mean everyone that's left a review has said something along the lines of like it feels like I'm listening to a friend and it's like okay well I want to hear from you too I you know enjoy hanging out here talking to you but I really do want to hear back I'd like to have a little bit more of discussion um I I don't even know where that could be. I'm not even sure. But having current events in my life or a recent achievement is nice. I mean, it could be something like, you know, I just hit this milestone on YouTube or like I made this video that I'm really proud of. 
Or like I got a Christmas tree and I've been making these bows for it. I hung up the ornaments. I painted a desk. Like just do things with your time. A, it's going to be a great distraction and you're going to feel productive, which is also kind of a rewarding feeling. I don't like productive is not my favorite feeling in the world, but it's definitely a positive one. So adding things to do in your life and having current events. Another one, (laughs) number four is good sex. What a way to feel hot. If you have great sex, I mean, that speaks for itself. Number six is knowing what you have is good enough. Parentheses for now. I put the parentheses for now because in my last episode, we discussed life being about finding sweet spots and then finding the next one. So knowing what you have is good enough. I feel like that's a great feeling when you just look around and you're properly grateful for everything. There's nothing more that you need. There's nothing more that you want. You're just in a state of peace. And this kind of goes back to being comfortable, being seen from all angles. It's a mentality thing. Nothing changes. It's not like my body's going to look different tomorrow than it does today. Just like my life isn't going to look different tomorrow than it does today. It's not that fast. But the mentality shift is something that's so worth putting the effort for. Another thing I have written down is a good visit with your family. Now, family is such a complicated topic because everybody has a family and everybody's family is different. Everybody's family is different. And throughout the years, inevitably, there's going to be conflict, whether it's just like normal teenage fights with your parents or your siblings, or maybe there's a tragedy that happens in your family and things just get really distant or tense. I mean, or you're just spending way too much time together. That also can lead to problems. And a good day with the family (laughs) feels hot. (laughs) No, it's just like, it feels really good. I mean, of course we're using the word hot, but it's not, it's about more, you know, it's more than that. You know, I'm sure Paris Hilton knew what she was saying when she said that's hot. She was not just talking about the physical, but it's really, really comforting and self-assuring when I am hanging out with my parents and I get back home and I'm like, damn, that was so lovely. You know, that feels so much better than I've definitely, you know, like I've had the normal fights with my parents that other people have and living far away. If I had a bad visit going back home, it feels significantly worse. You know, I don't, I don't like that. It's one of my least favorite feelings. What's next? A flush of color or a physical glow. I mean, of course you're going to be glowing if you're happy. It's inevitable. Everyone says it, you know, like you have a glow to you, but you can also just totally do that with makeup, some soft tanner, a really good highlighter. I love, what is that one from Glossier? High, it's not high beam. That's benefit. What is Glossier? We're taking another field trip. We're going into the makeup drawer. Glossier's Future Dew. Oh my god, it's so good. Put on moisturizer. Add that right before my makeup. And my skin looks so good every single time. I always get compliments. And that's not that's not an internal glow. That's one that I definitely paid for with my card. So highly recommend that. Um, flush of color. Like just getting a little sun or being proud of what you're saying. Energy. Energy's hot. Oh my god. I hate being tired, I hate being lazy, I hate being lethargic. It happens, of course, 
But how good does it feel when you just have energy to get through the day? I, it's getting harder and harder. It's, it's a winter thing plus pandemic plus just general stress. It gets harder to have energy because all of these things take up energy in such a subtle way. I have recently <laughs> experienced stress. Can you believe that I made it? 23 years of my life without experiencing massive amounts of stress depression experienced it anxiety hardly ever stress hardly ever but that was because i was inconsiderate and selfish and now that i'm less inconsiderate and less selfish i'm more stressed so you know who's really winning here i don't know this kind of uh touches on one of my first episodes, it was either the money and body image one. I don't think it was COVID confessions, but I talked about how I became punctual this year. That was a new addition to my character. I've never been punctual. I was, you know, sometimes I'm on time. Sometimes I'm like five or 10 minutes late, but I never cared. It was so disrespectful, but I I just never cared because it didn't matter to me. Time, like time didn't have value to me and definitely my own time didn't have value to me. So other people's time definitely didn't have value to me either and now that I've changed that thought process I get very stressed out over time time can be very stressful and stress takes away energy and not having energy makes the day less fun so I don't know I I definitely drink caffeine and I don't know take like supplements and whatever and I have these like extra batteries from care of that I'll take so I'm not you know, a foe to these external quick fixes. But when you just have some natural energy, ooh, one of the best feelings. What did I say? Oh, additionally to this, I wrote flexibility. Body is warmed up for the day. I mean, yeah, if your body feels like physically like able to move, I don't, do you know what I'm saying when I say that? You, right? I don't know how many people are active. You know what's so annoying? <laughs> how, let's play a game. How many tangents am I going to go on in this podcast episode? But this is just who I am. And I go on all of these po- tangents because I want to. Trust me, I wouldn't talk about them if I didn't want to. I'm just laughing at the fact that I can hardly finish a thought without having a thought that I'm more excited to share. <laughs> anyway, but do you know what I'm saying? when your body's warmed up and like good to move like when you come back from a workout class and and your body feels like really good like you're not tired you just feel flexible and not stiff you don't feel stiff that's what I'm thinking of but I'm very annoyed that none of my friends none of them work out none of them I don't know how I've literally managed to create an entire circle of friends in New York with none of them exercising like in a on a regular basis or regular schedule because I love it but I need a partner I've always done sports and exercise has always been a social and like communal thing for me so I don't really like going to the gym alone it's not like my me time that's not how I like to have my me time I definitely like to have my activity with a friend thank god for podcasts I actually find myself running farther if I'm listening to a podcast than I do if I'm listening to music I don't know why, but I found that out and maybe it's because it adds conversation and conversation can sometimes be more distracting, even though songs can totally give you energy, but sometimes the wrong song can just make my run horrible. 
So flexibility and energy and me complaining about my friends not exercising with me because that makes me exercise less because I'm incapable of doing anything on my own. (laughs) Oh my god, ironically enough, I did not even see this. The next bullet point that I came up with is the right song can make you feel hot. I mean, I should list a few. I'm going to flag this. I'm getting better at editing and I'm going to make a list of a few songs and share you share with you the ones that I think make me feel hot so then you can try them out and see if you know you have the same effect. Hi everyone, I am here and I knew that I couldn't think about this too much because there are thousands and if not millions of amazing songs that'll make you feel great, but the first three that came to my mind were Session 32 by Summer Walker, Deception by Le Tigre, and Sadder, Badder, Cooler by Tovlo. So check out those three. They're a nice variety. All three are very different. They all have different paces. The next one is that your intuition and you are in agreement. This is so crucial to my day-to-day life. Um, my intuition plays a huge role in my life and this ties back into something I brought up in my reading my diary video where sometimes I feel like I'm unable to make mistakes because I know better from the start and I want to be making mistakes but it I I can't I like won't let myself because I know better and that is a positive thing and when your intuition is in tune with you like it feels better (laughs) ultimately it really does feel better because I really really believe especially for women but I really believe everyone has a strong intuition and ultimately every step that you take in life you know if you're taking the right step you know if you're moving the right direction it's a feeling it's it's something that's bigger than you um so when you and your intuition are in agreement things are hot (laughs) and then the final one that I put on this page is clean physically clean my body oh my god it's one of those clean sheets exfoliated shaved moisturized fresh laundry fresh towel dishes all put away trash doesn't exist i mean clean body clean environment chef's kiss Don't you think those could be made into a YouTube video? Like, there could be some sort of operation, get hot, how to be a hot girl. Like, there's there's potential there. Yes, no, I would love to hear. Uh, Slide into my Instagram DMs. Sorry, I'm, like, resituating myself. The audio got weird. Uh, I would love to hear. I have a few other random notes on this page. (laughs) Last night, I was thinking about how I get bored of men so easily, and women are way more interesting to me. Um, And then I also wrote that I'm not good with bad reviews. Haters are not my motivators. Yeah, like I I truly was trying to figure out last night what the trick is to getting thicker skin because my skin is, in terms of like this metaphor, relatively thick, but it could be thicker. I still think about my negative comments and my bad reviews more than I think about my positive reviews, which is so backwards it's very common. This is not a peculiar situation to be in, but I don't think it's one that I want to stay in. There has to, like, how do celebrities do it? You know, how do like these major A-listers deal with the criticism? I mean, that's so admirable. I, I don't even know where I'd begin. Like us plebs back home, <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. How do they do it? The two ideas I came up with, one is a little bit more bleak than the other. 
First one being time, just wait it out until either you or others forget. And then the second one, I was like, maybe I need to own my energy. Maybe I just need to, to like, I don't know. I was thinking about celebrities who will make fun of themselves. And that I think is a great approach as well. Those are the only two that I thought of last night. Definitely open to hearing more. Um, Cause I think it's important to be able to not let things get to you if they're not worth getting to you. I think we should only let the things that are worth getting to us get to us and not be distracted by random trolls. Now there's a huge difference between trolls and criticism. We know the difference. All right, it's time for the Q&A. I'm going to Instagram and answering your questions. Macamilla Guzman asks, trends you don't like at the moment. I actually really like a lot of the trends that we're seeing at the moment. This is probably my favorite era of trends I've seen in a long time. I love the preppy trend. I love the mullet trend. I love the... Okay, sweater vest kind of goes into the preppy trend. What else? Little white sneakers. I love the, the hair clip. You know what I'm talking about? Like the claw clips. I wear them all the time. Love that. I love the dewy skin the glossy skin, way more than the matte. I like nail art. What else? What are other trends going on? I really like the trendy furniture style that we're getting into. I like the color is coming back. We were in a neutral area for a long time and I'm fine with neutrals, but I thrive in color. Um, so I really like a lot of the trends. 13 Donna Marie asked, what are your goals as a creator and how do you attend on achieving them? Love you so much. Well, my goals, since we're still in the pandemic, are kind of just to help myself and help you get by. At the moment, I'm kind of leaning into just being a friend and just being a source of casual entertainment to keep us alive and and cool, you know, alive and a little bit, a little bit thrive. I don't know if we can really thrive during this time, but you know what I'm saying? Like, we're... I want to get everyone off the struggle bus and keep us moving until better days come. I would love to have more interactive physical things as a creator. I would love to host a workshop. I'm getting really into crafts and I just think it'd be so fun to just hang out and do some stupid craft no matter how bad we are at it just as an excuse to hang out. I would love to I would love to teach a course in the future. I'm nowhere near that. I'm just thinking really far ahead. Sorry. Um, What are other goals? I also want to continue making series. I find a lot of joy in creating series for my YouTube channel. So I had the what high schoolers are actually wearing, which high schoolers are hardly in school right now. So that's kind of out of the question. I sort of fell out of love with that series, which sucks because everyone really, really liked it. And I love those videos. I don't remember what what it was. It's probably some strange complex that I have. Like when something does well, I reject it. I don't know what that is. I should talk that out with a therapist. Um, And then I had the Alone in New York City series, of course. And I have my weird series. And then I have this very loose series that I have never actually claimed to be a series. But I talked to three psychics and this is what they said. I hired three interior designers and what they and this is what they said. So I think I could continue this whole I talked to three blank and compare. Um, so I want to continue creating series. I think they're really fun. I like content. I 
could see there being a season two or a spinoff of this podcast where I do have guests. I absolutely love it just being you and me. But I could see like at Lexi and Friends being a future podcast or doing a season two and having more interviews. I have some people I would interview off the top of my head that I'd want to talk to. But I also really would like to collaborate on YouTube as well. But I don't know what YouTubers I'm similar to. I sometimes feel like I'm on this little island alone. And there's this specific clique of YouTube girls that I can think of. And they're all friends with each other. And I just feel like they probably have no idea what to ask me about. And I would have no idea what to ask them about. But I'm like, damn, that's probably really fun that there's like a group of you. Because I was in a group of YouTube friends. Um back in the day I would like them to be more physical wow I really want to host events Ugh, I don't want to think about that that makes me sad but Desi, <laughs> that's wrong for sure asked what was it like when you first moved to New York City were you nervous or anxious funny enough that I am being asked this I just for some reason showed my friend my old house in Los Angeles because he'd never seen it and it was a mansion Well, it wasn't a mansion, but it was gigantic. I lived in a huge house. Huge. And this is relevant because when I moved to New York, I moved to a six-floor walk-up in a bedroom that didn't have a lock on the door in a bunk bed. And I was so happy. One of the, the happiest times of my life was that year. It was so much fun. And I had so much less like I had moved into the tiniest room it was I mean I literally went from having the most gigantic bedroom I've ever had in my life to having a bunk bed because that's the only size bed that would fit in the room and I just had never felt more myself and just like literally on top of the world so I really wasn't nervous or anxious I also knew that my move to Los Angeles was a lot riskier then a move to New York City because my whole family is on the East Coast. I'd visited New York so many times growing up. I was more familiar with it than I ever was Los Angeles. So I really wasn't nervous because I had done something harder before and I knew it was kind of an easier step. So no. Roger Rosales asked, how do you feel opening up? Probably he meant how do you feel about opening up in a more personal level as you do in the podcast? Terrifying. But I also have wanted this forever. Like, I don't want to hold back anything. I want to give everything because I just know that I'm going to be changing. I'm always changing. We're always changing. And I am fucking 24. I want to be able to have evidence of what we were thinking Because sure, I have like, I don't think I have any original thoughts, but like, I just posted a poll on my story after the episode that went up about reading my diary. And I said, how many of you feel like our thoughts are similar? And like 93% of you guys said, yes, they are similar. So I know that I'm not talking in this crazy perspective. I know that we're thinking about these things that I'm talking about and I just want to have them here. So yeah, it's terrifying to open up about some, I literally said that I thought I'm, I still think I did, that I met God you know, what the hell? Um, so terrifying, but I think it's going to be rewarding. It hasn't been rewarding yet, but it, it's been really fun. I also really like every time someone tags me on their story, I'm like, whoa, you're literally listening to it. My favorite are when 
I can see whatever you're doing. It's like a little screenshot of my podcast and then it's like walking the dog in your Uber, like whatever the fuck you're doing. I love it. Literally makes me so happy. Someone's like, on my run, listening to Lexi, like, you know, baking cookies, listening to Lexi. I'm like crying in the corner over here, just being like, whoa, that's so fun. Oh, I love that. I love that. I don't know what you're doing right now, but I'm so glad you're doing it and I'm here. Uh, next question from Morgan Lombard, my favorite person ever. She said, what is it like being cousins with the funniest person in the world? I'm like, I don't know. Girl, what do you think? What is it like being cousins with the funniest person in the world? Because, Shadi, I'm way funnier than you. Aaron Tao asked, how do you balance spending on yourself now versus saving and investing in the future? I, I do a little bit of this intuitive budgeting. I just think I, I don't want to ball out yet. I really want to have a slow burn in my life. I want things to be gradual. And in terms of finances, I want them to gradually increase, obviously. And I don't really care about having like a Ferrari now. Not that I could afford a Ferrari. That's crazy. It's not that crazy. There's people my age to have it anyway, but it's, it's, that's not where I'm at. Even if I had the money to do that, I wouldn't want it. I want to age like fine wine and I want my life to as well. I really don't want to peak yet. I maybe that's where it's stemming from. Maybe I don't want to blow up yet because I don't want to, I don't want to have that moment yet. I would almost rather never blow up and just have like a niche audience than blow up and then become irrelevant. I think that's actually a problem. Maybe that's where that's stemming from. Like why I stopped doing the high schoolers video. Who knows? I don't know. That's interesting to think about. I haven't thought about that. Um, how do I balance also like saving money it can check your surroundings because it's way easy to say it's way easier to save money if you're around other people who are saving money i found it quite difficult having a friend group that would you know just want to get a 75 dollar dinner on a tuesday i couldn't do that i didn't want to do that on a weekly basis because it felt like i was just throwing my money away like literally burning it um and i think it's nice to spend money on yourself on an occasion, it makes it more fun. I also think it's important to find activities that bring you joy that don't even require money and incorporate them into your free time. That way it'll inevitably, or what's the word I'm looking for? It will indirectly save you money just because you're doing something that doesn't even require it. So going exploring, like going to the park. Um, sometimes if I, for example, I <laughs> This is a really specific example, but I get waxed at in this neighborhood. When I'm home, I get waxed in this neighborhood that's like 35 minutes away from where my parents live. But I always like treat myself to the long, like the scenic route on the way home. And it just, it adds time, but I really enjoy it. And it's like something I look forward to. And I think that concept is kind of similar to if you're going somewhere in a different town, you know that there's this one restaurant or this ice cream shop or whatever that is only in this town. So you treat yourself to that thing every single time. There's tons of other ways to treat yourself that don't really require money. So like in, in my case, it's not like, oh, let me go to that ice cream shop and buy a $6 ice cream cone. Are ice cream cones $6 anywhere else? They're like 6 to $9 in New York. Anyway, Nikki H.T. Kim asked, how do you get over the ick for a guy you're talking to? I don't know. I wish I knew. When the ick arrives, I don't know how it goes away. I just go away. That's how it always works. 
oh my god and that leads don't ghost i have definitely ghosted before and it's shameful it's really not something to be proud of it's really embarrassing (laughs) i have some funny ghosting stories though um how to get over the ick i don't know i wish i knew i don't know if you can can you oh my god i want to phone a friend right now how do you get over the ick for a guy that you're talking to Bryn Mannion asks, how do you set healthy boundaries with family members? You need to have a schedule. I think that's the key. That's how it works with me and my parents. When I lived with them for two months this summer, I would see them in the morning. My dad would make me a smoothie and we'd, well, he'd make us a smoothie and we'd drink it, have like morning chit chat, whatever. And then I would go upstairs and I would work. And then we would meet up to swim and have lunch. And then I'd go back and do my own thing. And then we met up for dinner. Sometimes we wouldn't. I think it's very important for family members to allow other family members to have alone time. So if you're a student, you're in school, you got to say mom, dad, grandma, sister, brother, whoever, you wouldn't normally be able to walk into my classroom. You can't just keep disturbing me while I'm at school. Or maybe you're just stressed out from just being on your Zoom class all day and you're like, okay, so from four to five, I need my hour. I need my hour. Let me have my my moment. I need some peace and quiet to myself. Could be the first thing in the morning, could be the evening. I think either set aside a time that you're alone or set aside times where you're all together because either way, I think that'll really help. Baron, nice lip priv. Oh my god, I literally would hire someone to figure out the pronunciations of all of your usernames so you could feel perfectly heard (laughs) because I would be so pissed off if someone said my name and they said it wrong so I don't want to say yours wrong but I know I am asked what is your biggest dream to have two houses to have two houses I uh, dream of that all the time I want a city house I want a beach house I want a mountain house I want a lake house I don't care I need one that's in a very far away place from civilization but with beautiful nature and then i want one that's super metropolitan and that's my biggest dream in life and then probably to like fall in love again so those are two (laughs) thank you so much this is the end i think why not end it on love i love you guys so 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 much give this podcast a nice rating i'm aiming for 300 trying to aim for 100 reviews every single episode. Um, I truly do thank you and appreciate you, and I will see you again next week. XOXO, Lexi.